Welcome to the Apostolic Girl Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Johnson, and today's podcast is part of a short series called the Revelation Series. Now, back in uh, 2020, I felt disconnected from my purpose, the, my larger purpose, okay? The purpose, we all have a purpose every day. Um, inside our four walls, and that's to live for God and to um, the, love the uh, people that God's given us in our own home and, and be good examples to them. But the purpose that I'm talking about here is my larger purpose outside of my home, um, the bigger purpose of why God may have created me. And sometimes we get caught up with what's going on inside of our own four walls that we forget that there's a world out there that God gave us talents to reach and to minister to and to just be his hands and feet, um, even if that just means to love other people. And so this Revelation series was started because um, at a time in my life in, in 2020 where I felt disconnected from my purpose and it started with grief. Um, and if you want to hear that, you're going to go, you can go back to podcast episode 51, and you can hear the introduction to the Revelation series. But um, grief triggered a series of just days of distraction, which led to weeks of distraction, months of distraction, and what I call procrastination on steroids, uh, meaning the um, the distraction had no end. And, uh, and they're just, I seem more disconnected with each passing day to anything going on outside of my four walls here at home. So we're going to take on one chapter at a time of the book of Revelation, because God's word is always the place to start when we're trying to understand our bigger purpose. And we're going to slowly read in very in a very understandable version, one chapter at a time. Let's get started. Revelation 18. I saw another angel come from heaven. This one had great power, and the earth was bright because of his glory. The angels shouted, Fallen! Powerful Babylon has fallen! and is now the home of demons. It is the den of every filthy spirit and of all unclean birds and every dirty and hated animal. Babylon's evil and immoral wine has made all nations drunk. Every king on earth has slipped with her and every merchant on earth is rich because of her evil desires. Then I heard another voice from heaven shout, My people, you must escape from Babylon. Don't take part in her sins and share her punishment. Her sins are piled as high as heaven. God has remembered the evil she has done. Treat her as she has treated others. Make her pay double for what she has done. Make her drink twice as much of what she mixed for others. That woman honored herself with a life of luxury. Reward her now with suffering and pain. Deep in her heart, Babylon said, I am the queen. Never will I be a widow 
or know what it means to be sad. And so, in a single day, she will suffer the pain of sorrow, hunger, and death. Fire will destroy her dead body because her judge is the powerful Lord God. Every king on earth who slept with her and shared in her luxury will mourn. They will weep when they see the smoke from that fire. Her sufferings will frighten them, and they will stand at a distance and say, Pity that great and powerful city! Pity Babylon! In a single hour, her judgment has come. Every merchant on earth will mourn, because there is no one to buy their goods. There won't be anyone to buy their gold, silver, jewels, pearls, fine linen, purple cloth, silk, scarlet cloth, sweet-smelling wood, fancy carvings of ivory and wood, as well as things made of bronze, iron, or marble. No one will buy their cinnamon, spices, incense, myrrh, frankincense, wine, olive oil, fine flour, wheat, cattle, sheep, horses, chariots, slaves, and other humans. Babylon, the things your heart desired have all escaped from you. Every luxury and all your glory will be lost forever. You will never get them back. The merchants had become rich because of her, but when they saw her sufferings, they were terrified. They stood at a distance, crying and mourning, then they shouted, Pity the great city of Babylon! She dressed in fine linen and wore purple and scarlet cloth. She had jewelry made of gold and precious stones and pearls. Yet in a single hour, her riches disappeared! Every ship captain and passenger and sailor stood at a distance together with everyone who does business by traveling on the sea. When they saw the smoke from her fire, they shouted, This was the greatest city ever! They cried loudly, and in their sorrow they threw dust on their heads as they said, Pity the great city of Babylon! Everyone who sailed the seas became rich from her treasures! In a single hour, the city was destroyed. The heavens should be happy with God's people and apostles and prophets. God has punished her for them. A powerful angel then picked up a huge stone and threw it into the sea. The angel said, this is how the great city of Babylon will be thrown down, never to rise again. The music of harps and singers and of flutes and trumpets will no longer be heard. No workers will ever set up shop in that city, and the sound of grinding grain will be silenced forever. Lamps will no longer shine anywhere in Babylon, and couples will never again say wedding vows there. Her merchants ruled the earth, and by her witchcraft, she fooled all nations. On the streets of Babylon is found the blood of God's people, and of his prophets, and everyone else. 
Hey, so this is getting really intense, and I don't understand all of it to explain it to you, but I will ask you to listen to it again and again and again, because hearing the Word of God will do something to you, even if you don't understand it. So don't stop reading or listening to God's Word just because that you don't understand it. All right, so I'm gonna, let's dive into something that seem, that may be a little bit sensitive. If you are a, an apostolic, um, then we're probably on the same page with doctrine and beliefs. But if you are not, and if you're a Trinitarian, I want to talk to you right now. I didn't become an apostolic. I was a Trinitarian for most of my, li my adult life. In my 30s, someone gave me a Bible study and I became an apostolic. So I want to talk to you right now because I know what it's like to be a Trinitarian and I was a very sincere Trinitarian. I loved God with all of my heart. So you have probably accepted Jesus Christ into your heart as your Lord and Savior. That's what most Trinitarians do. Um, and that's fabulous. That's wonderful. Uh, but I just want to let you know that there is more waiting for you. There's more. It's like getting just a slice of the pie when God has a whole pie for you. So let me take you through the more that God gave me. And, and hopefully this will be a blessing to you. And the, you may have done some of these things already too. So the accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, let's call that step one. Step two would be to repent. And that's a turning away from your sin. You may have already done this, but basically let's just talk about it for a minute. Turning from your sin, what does that mean? It means that recognizing that there are things that you do and you say and you think that displease God, it makes him sad and unhappy. And when you realize that and you ask him to forgive you and then you make up in your mind, I'm gonna walk away from that. I'm not going to do those things, think those things, say those things anymore. And guess what, we're human beings and so it is probably gonna happen again. And then you repent again. So repentance is, is a daily thing. It's something you do every day. It's not a license to sin but it is saying, I am human and I need you every single day with every thought, everything that I do and everything that I say. The third step is to be baptized in the wonderful name of Jesus. Now, I was baptized three times. I was baptized as a baby because I was a Catholic, born into a Catholic family. That was a very nice thing. Um, and then when I went to college, I converted from Catholicism to um, a born-again Christian and I was baptized again that was a full-body baptism and they I was baptized in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit and again that was a very nice thing and then in my 30s I met a woman who gave me a Bible study and taught me about the baptism in Jesus name and so I was baptized in my 30s full immersion again whole-body baptism but this time when I went down they called the name of Jesus Christ. And they said, I baptize you in the name of Jesus Christ. And let me tell you, friends, that made all the difference in the world. I felt when I came out of that water like chains had fallen from my wrist. I kid you not. I felt like big, heavy chains had fallen from my wrist the minute I came out of that water. So I encourage you to take these next few steps. There's a few more steps after this. So 
let's run through those again. First, you're, you accepted him as your Lord and Savior in your heart. That's awesome. Secondly, you need to turn from your sin and repent daily. And the things that please God begin to live in a way that's pleasing to him. And then third, you're going to be baptized in his name, which is Jesus. And then there's another one, which is fourth. Fourthly, you're going to ask God, ask God to fill you with the Holy Ghost. That is his spirit. The scripture calls it the Holy Ghost, um, but it's, it's his spirit. And you'll know it because your mouth will begin to utter a language that's unknown to you. So when you, when you ask God to fill you with his spirit, something wonderful is going to happen. He says in his word that the spirit's going to lead you into all truth. And so life will be different for you. You will see things differently. And when God begins to show you things, then you're going to begin to live a separate life unto God because he's going to show you things, even more things that are displeasing to him. And you're going to at that point, then you're going to have to make choices and you're going to say, you know what, I see this now. This is something that, that's not good for me and you don't like this. And so I am going to change this. I'm going to stop these things. I'm going to give these things to you. Those, that's called living a life that's separated and consecrated to God. And so that's the exciting life of living wholly committed as a Christian. And I wish that for you. I really wish that for you. So thank you for listening and please share this podcast with someone that you know that needs to hear it.